G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Our Middle East reporter is Ron Ross and he's joining us on the phone to talk about all things happening in the Middle East at the moment. And Ron, there is certainly plenty to talk about, none the least of which is Egypt proposing a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Yes, this is very interesting. You wonder if Egypt is making this effort uh, just because they get financial support out of the United States. Uh, Because, in fact, Egypt is not supporting Hamas. Egypt is very much on Israel's side, which is a bit of a shock, but we'll get to that later. They've proposed a ceasefire in the conflict between Israel and Hamas, uh, and they say that there are efforts and communications on the issue of a truce deal, but until now there's nothing final. A Hamas spokesman uh, said in response to the suggestion that 9 o'clock Tuesday would be a good time to start the uh, peace deal. Uh, but it's, uh, nobody's really interested in peace, neither Israel nor uh, uh, Hamas. Uh, John Kerry's on his way to Egypt, which I believe has prompted the Egyptian effort for this moment. Okay, now the USA, though, they are warning against a ground invasion into what they say is Palestinian territory. Now, the thing about this is that there are Israeli troops being called back to service. They're on the border at the moment. It seems like that ground attack is inevitable. I've actually got friends of mine who were called up last week uh, to be part of the Israeli effort. Uh, There's something like 30,000 Israeli troops on the border of Gaza right now. And uh, the the, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu is being very, very cautious. And the statement from the US uh, was very supportive of Israel. Uh, But uh, the spokesman, Josh Earnest, said nobody wants to see a ground invasion because that would put more civilians at risk. Actually, before he said that, Benjamin Netanyahu last weekend did a TV broadcast into the United States of America And he said in the interview, if 87% of the American population were in the sound of rocket fire, what would you expect your government to do? Mm. Because that's the situation in Israel. Well, that's right. And this is the thing, isn't it, is everybody's talking about the death tolls increasingly uh, on the rise, and yet the numbers are few as far as the Israeli death toll is concerned. But that is because of the Iron Dome and the protection system that Israel has, isn't it? Oh, yes, and the efficiency of the Israelis. And, of course, uh, the, the uh, terrorist activity uh, to put civilians between uh, them and harm. Uh, I, when I lived over there, I can remember rocket fire coming uh, from St. Anne's Cathedral, the Anglican Cathedral in Bethlehem. And the whole idea was to try and get the Israelis to respond said that they would have a propaganda statement to say Israel's attacking the cathedral. And uh, at one stage, they were firing from the homes of Christians in Bethlehem uh, to try and get that same propaganda result. 
It's obvious that Israel are very strong militarily. So why is Hamas continually firing those rockets into Israel when they know that? They're trying to get the propaganda up around. They're trying to get Israel into a position uh, where they're seen as the aggressor, that they're militant and they're uncooperative and they're not happy and responsive to live with Arab neighbours. When, in fact, in Israel, uh, the Arab population will tell you that they're better off than anywhere else in the Arab world. Uh, By firing rockets into Israel, Hamas gets Israel to shoot back. By using Palestinian civilians as human shields, Hamas increases the chance that Palestinian civilians, especially women and children, will be killed by Israeli forces. The more Palestinian civilians who die, the better for Hamas leaders, because by getting Israel to kill a growing number of Palestinians, Hamas believes Israel will seem more and more like the evil aggressors to the international public, and uh, uh, public opinion will turn against Israel, and we've seen that in universities and with anti-Semitic decisions by companies and organisations all over the world. And yet, as you pointed out earlier, as Benjamin Netanyahu has said, if this was happening in America, of course they're not going to sit back and watch people fire rockets onto their nation. Of course they're going to defend themselves. Yeah, and their their targeted uh, attacks are very uh, precisely done. And I think I may have mentioned it last year, that on the buckle belts of the uh, Israeli Air Force, they have the... uh, 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 Bible verse that says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. And uh, they believe that if they're uh, antagonistic and uh, irresponsible towards civilians, the Lord will not be with them. That's the way they think. So this this two, two-state solution here, is, there, is, this, is there still merit here? Because Benjamin Netanyahu seems to have taken a step back from that in some senses. Well, there's not many people reporting that, uh, Tracy. Uh, at the weekend, he, he did a press conference in Hebrew, and uh, he made the statement that he was not in favour of a two-state solution. He stressed uh, often in the past that uh, a binational state was uh, the, the solution, but on Friday he made that explicit that this could not extend to full Palestinian sovereignty. And he said that because, given the march of Islamic extremism across the Middle East, he said Israel simply cannot afford to give up control over the territory immediately to its east, including the eastern border, that is the border between Israel and Jordan, and the West Bank and and Jordan. And so the priority, he said, uh, right now was to take care of Hamas. And, of course, in targeting Hamas, uh, Netanyahu is maintaining... Uh, his in-your-face attitude towards Iran uh, because the Hamas group is nothing more than an extension of the Muslim Brotherhood who do the puppetry work for Iran. And so he's not allowing Hamas to get any further control or authority uh, because that allows uh, Iran to get even closer to Israel and wiping it off the map. So let's look at this situation with Egypt then being the one to propose the ceasefire when, as you pointed out earlier, they're more on Israel's side. And and the whole Arab world uh, are in a situation right now uh, where they're disgusted uh, with the jihadist activities taking place 
all throughout the Middle East. And so you have a statement that was made in a newspaper uh, in Egypt that said, thank you, Netanyahu, and may God give us more people like you to destroy Hamas. Isolated and under attack, Hamas now realizes it's lost the sympathy of many Egyptians and Arabs, and Egypt would be quite happily uh, sit by and see their Muslim Brotherhood problem solved uh, partially by the eradication of Hamas, which is the plan that Netanyahu, uh, Netanyahu wants to uh, complete. Plenty to pray about once again. That's Ron Ross, our Middle East reporter. Ron, always good to talk. Thanks again for your time. Uh, thank you, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.